Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your Word, Lord. We thank you for all the wisdom and the knowledge that's contained in it, God, that you have given everything that we needed that pertains to life and godliness, Lord. We thank you for the word that builds our faith, Lord, and our trust and our hope in you, God. We thank you for who you are and for all the good things that you bless us with and all the good things that you do for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us and to continue our mm-hmm. study in well, the the word, but the book of Acts, and we are still in chapter Acts chapter eleven. Um, but I'd just like to welcome all the new listeners that have been brought to this ministry by the Lord, and those that have newly partnered with us. Uh, I would just like to thank you, and for for our our partners that have been here since the beginning. Also, all of our partners, we thank the Lord for you for all the things that you are doing in sharing in the work of the ministry together with us, mm-hmm. whether that's through prayer, whether that's through sewing and, and liking and sharing these episodes and subscribing on any number of the platforms where you find this ministry so that the word can go forth through the entirety of the world. Amen. We thank you for, for doing your part. Mm-hmm. And we certainly thank the Lord for Amen. bringing you here and working through you as well. Absolutely. You are being a blessing to so many others, and just uh, I hope you can realize and understand just how much the Lord is using you, mm-hmm. even through this ministry. Amen. So, um, we are in chapter 11, and this morning we are going to discuss verses 19 through 30, or continue that discussion. So if you have not read that section yet... I recommend that you pause this episode now. Give your chance a, give yourself a moment to read that, and then join us in the discussion. All right. Amen. Okay. So now for the rest of us, um, verses nineteen through thirty. I would like to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit has been speaking and ministering to you, and the opportunity to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Okay, so the Lord reminded me of one thing. Um, that said that the Jews were scared because of after Stephen was murdered and they were scattered after them. They were inside other places. And then the Lord was reminding me of how Barnabas, he was... I don't think he was chosen as the seven, but he was still a part of that group and it said that they're fellowshipping together. And the Lord just reminded me of how that Saul was one of the major people who was persecuting the Jews and how that, um, that he got letters from the chief priest to go to Damascus to take people and throw them into jail. 
end. So the Lord reminded me of how Barnabas wasn't keeping up, and then he wasn't going, Well, Lord, although the, this man persecuted hundreds of people, if not thousands, so why do you want me to come do this? And then when he went, he wasn't sharpening his dagger and waiting for every chance that Saul, every chance that Saul messed up to practically stone him. Mm-hmm. He was waiting for that chance, but he forgave him, and how that's what should be for the church. And the Lord remind me of I think since I've Isaiah, where it said that he was good. Wait, no, it was inside of John. Let me get to that scripture. Okay. Can you give us a reference point? What chapter? Um, where John said, "Behold, the Lamb of the Lamb of God was to come to take the sins of the sin of the world, sins mm-hmm. of the world." I believe it's in either chapter two or three. Let me get there myself. That's John chapter 1, verse 29. Yes, it is. Good job, Layla. Thank you. Thank you, Layla. You're welcome. And it says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And the Lord reminded me of that in inside that verse, and that's how. That's why the Lord said that if you see someone you hate them, that you very murder them inside of your heart, because also that's a step towards murder. In order for someone to kill someone, they usually have to make themselves hate that person to kill them. Mm. To commit murder, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was showing me that with that, if he didn't take hold on against anyone, then it would not be fair for anyone to hold on against each other. Well, what you'll see is, um, here's a, a key statement that um, should give us insight. Um, verse 24 says, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. So when mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit shows up and he's allowed to have his, his reign in our life, this is the fruit of the Spirit. It, it brings forth love, right? The one of the fruit of the spirit is love. So it's impossible for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be filled with hatred. You, you cannot operate in both arenas. And also it says he was full of faith, meaning he believed the word of God and was willing to take that, um, take his place of cooperating with the Holy Spirit's presence in his life. So when someone is full of hatred, they are not full of the Holy Spirit. But when they're full of the Holy Spirit, there's no room for hatred because the Holy Spirit produces love. Even when we, um, you know, we come across someone who is doing something wicked or things of that nature, we don't hate them. We may hate the work or the actions that they're committing because they are against God, but we don't hate the person. So, and even that, we don't like it because it violates God. 
So just keep that in mind. And this wasn't because um, Barnabas was wonderful and excellent in and of himself. The Holy Spirit is the only one who could have produced this mm-hmm. kind of um, dynamic in him for him to forget the wrong and the sin that was behind him and just to see the man that the Lord called and that Christ died for. Um, let me read Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse... Um, I'll start in verse 16. It says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ, through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So as the Holy Spirit fills us up, we'll see the mind of Christ also come forward in us. And when we agree and join our faith to cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit, we will begin to act and walk and think and see just like Christ does. So Barnabas, as we see walked out in, in, um, in his demonstration, Barnabas was seeing Saul according to the spirit, according to the new man, the new creation that he was in Christ Jesus and treating him not as though he was still in a carnal person or according to the flesh. He didn't treat him according to the flesh, but he treated him according to the spirit, according to Christ, um, Christ's um, opinion of him and the reconciliation that he had received through believing in Christ Jesus. That's, that's how we should all behave. And that's also a metric. How do we know where we are? How, how can we tell where we're standing with the Lord and how closely we're walking with him? Is hatred and murder constantly on your mind? And you have to go, no, no, come back off that ledge. Okay, then I'd say we're not quite filled up with the Holy Spirit yet. And we need to press in more to the Holy Spirit and agree that he's able to care for us and to provide for us and to um, vindicate and protect us whenever it's necessary that we don't have to ourselves um, carry that role and responsibility and continue to, to let this mind be in you that what Christ does and has done is enough. You don't have to protect yourself. If Barnabas had have treated Saul according to the flesh, he would have still been like, let me watch my back because Saul used to be a murderer. He might still be a murderer today versus taking the witness of the Holy Spirit concerning Saul, who knows all things and every thought and intention of every heart. So that's, um, that's really good. And we need to keep pressing towards the Lord and being filled with the Holy Spirit and not filled once. And then, you know, you got filled with the Holy Spirit when you were six years old and then never attended to that relationship with him and kept yourself full in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a one-time thing, but it's a perpetual connection with him where we're always filled to the brim. We're always filled up with the Holy Spirit and we are filled and refilled and we're continuously being um, poured into by the Holy Spirit so that his presence is always full to the brim, if you will, and overflowing, overflowing. in us yes. and not lacking. Okay. Leaving no room for the adversary, no room for the flesh in our lives. Mm-hmm. As you were speaking, I was reminded of, um, I read somewhere about Wigglesworth, how he would say, be so filled with the Spirit that even when you are squeezed and pressed 
right? And by the, by the world, by trials, by all those things, that the only thing that comes out of you is the Holy Spirit nature or mm-hmm. Christ nature and his character and his attributes in your life. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there was nothing anyone could do to Christ to bring out anything other than God. So when it, they tried to throw him off a cliff, God came out of him, amen. right? That was, that the was the response. nature, exactly. His response was full of the Lord. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I'll, I made you people. And, you know, it wasn't fleshly. It wasn't carnal. When he was being crucified, actually literally being murdered in the process and looking into his creation that was murdering him, he still said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I know I, t- I talk about that a lot, but it, it says something. We think Christ is, is, he is special and he is the only way. And he's still our example. We, we set him aside as not being able to follow him and walk like him, but we're capable because we have the same Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead, living on the inside of us, quickening our mortal mm-hmm. bodies. We have the mind of Christ. We have the, the, um, the, Armor of God. We have everything that we armor. need. Yes. And it's not us doing the work. If you try to do it in the flesh, no, it's impossible. But relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to work in you, through you, and pour out of you, we can do the works that Christ did. And we love to go, it's the power. You know, we want to go to the, the powerful things that make us feel like we're important. But it's really the obedience things, the works that he and, did. It's and, really the following of the Holy Spirit and the, the Father. Absolutely, and it's the obedience because of our love for the Lord, loving Him first, and then our neighbor as ourself. And because of that, all the gifts, all everything, the in, and all oh, the power, and all these mm-hmm. things that, are, that you've been mentioning, there's mm-hmm. honey. It all hinges off of love, the God kind of love, mm-hmm. same as we are to exercise the God kind of faith. And sir, I love how you brought up um, Barnabas in this. Um, if anyone looks at, at a map of this journey, right? Because it talks about how Barnabas traveled to go get Paul in Tarsus, mm-hmm. right? Um, Antioch is located in, well, modern-day Greece. But Tarsus is on some of the easternmost part of what's today is Turkey, or back then Asia Minor, Right? That's a considerable distance. They didn't have a plane you could just jump on to fly, right? It took time. It took effort. It took energy. It took diligence. Most of all, it took faith in the leading of the Holy Spirit to bring him there and to trust just to get there, to speak with him. But then he had to bring, Barnabas had to bring Paul, well, Saul, back with him. That's a considerable amount of time to be traveling with someone that was branded a murderer, a persecutor of the church, right? Yes. As an impossible thing to be done in and of the flesh. Mm-hmm. So only by trusting in the Lord and the leading of his Holy Spirit, having faith that that's what he led you to do, would he have continued that whole time? And that, that took time. The exact amount of time, I don't know. But we were in earlier episodes talking about, you know, just a day or two's journey from Jerusalem. Right? And this is considerably farther than that. Mm-hmm. It would probably have taken months. Not just my estimate. It's a rough estimate for the time period. 
but he had faith to to not just get there, but to receive Saul and bring him back. And it says how he remained there, or they remained there for a year, right? Mm-hmm. That's an incredible thing. And then we'll, well, there is the most of the, the majority of the New Testament that's written by Paul through letters and epistles, giving instructions to the church and still teaching us today. I mean, it's the Lord teaching us, but teaching us through his writing so we can go deeper in the things of the Lord. He's just showing us the revelation that the Lord gave him or all the revelations that the Lord gave Saul, now Paul, about his word. So there's still an impact today because of one person's faith. Amen. And because the word of God endures. Amen. So, um, but I want to say that as an encouragement to to others. Right? Even when there's something that the Lord's put on your heart to go do. Yes, ask him. Clarify it. You, you can do that. He's, you know, the Lord's okay with that. Don't remain where you're at, though. Go fulfill the thing that he put on your heart to do. Mm-hmm. Go do do the what work. the Lord says. Do what the Lord or what the what the Father does. Say what the Father says. Right? It's something you hear constantly in and through this ministry, and you will until the Lord returns. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or you know we go home <laughs> to be with Him. Right? But we say that constantly because it's important to do that. That demonstrates our obedience to him or in our obedience demonstrates our love toward him to go do it and look at all the impact all these literally thousands of years later Mm -hmm. there's still it's still bearing fruit today and in the same way the lord can use you in that way mightily if you'll allow him if you'll open up the different areas and aspects i'll say every area and aspect of your life to the lord trusting him because he only has good for you and not just you but for others that they would be blessed in and through you and your heart and your i'll say labor for the lord Mm -hmm. so basically what you're saying is that at the time paul didn't know that he was that these letters that he wrote to the church in various places would later become the bible that the people are reading, but the Holy Spirit was speaking through him, to him and through him on what to teach and convey to mm-hmm. the churches that he was, um, I'll say, parenting, raising up at the time um, by the Holy Spirit's inspiration as well. And because it's the inspired word of God, that is what endures and remains. Paul didn't probably know the extent and the depth of it, but he was just being obedient to God in the moment. Amen. So you don't know the extent of what God wants to do through you. Just obey him in the moment and keep going, and he will make sure that what he does will remain. Uh, we see the things that are tested to see whether they are of God or not um, in the scriptures. there's um, It talks about that. And whether when they're tested by fire, if they'll remain, and that's what will stand before the Lord. But you... You don't know the depth of what God wants to do. So let your focus be on doing what he inspires you to do and less of the fleshly carnal things all the way to zero of the carnal things and (laughs) stay in what the Lord inspires you. And then, you know, you'll be looking back from heaven going, Lord, I didn't know you were going to do that. 
I just thought I was writing a letter, you know, and I'm, I'm sure the Apostle Paul has that, that great honor before the Lord as well to look back and see all the people that are being blessed by his single act of obedience. And it was step by step by step by step by step. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for providing for us, Lord. Just giving us everything that we need before them, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for telling us everything that we need to say, Lord, so that we can bring your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.